<laughs> Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Ranchel Van Bryce is a dynamic force dedicated to helping women live their purpose and manifest success in all life facets. From professional achievements to creating a new relationship with their business as well as improved well-being. As a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and host of a podcast slash TV show, she excels in illuminating each woman's unique potential. Co-creator of this summit, Ranchelle is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Ranchelle. I'm going to take this away. Oh, but perhaps maybe I should move my mic closer. There we go, everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome. So excited to have you, audience members. Rose, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, so much appreciate uh, appreciate you. Rose, uh, for one who probably does not know this, because the founding members uh, of the Clarity Confidence Connection is a new movement that we have. Rose is one of our founding members. So thank you, Rose, for your dedication to our movement. We certainly appreciate you. And everything that you bring and so rose today is going to talk about i'm so excited about this how your mindset influences your ability to gain financial freedom and she's going to talk about learning about the main factors that create financial blocks to wealth and then transforming your mindset to create affluence for life i love that word i love that word affluence and so Rose is known for inspiring hope through mindset, motivation, and momentum in her talks and presentations. She's earned degrees in accounting, and a Master of Accounting, I believe, MACC, and Business Management, driven by her 20-plus years of experience in accounting, business strategy, and, and consultation for individuals and businesses alike. She's combined her third-dimensional business expertise expertise, pardon me, with over 30 years of education in psychology, metaphysics, and personal development to support and foster professionals and entrepreneurs. Rose and I speak the same language. I love it. <laughs> this <laughs> convergence of business and money with psychology and personal yes. development has resulted in the development of a powerful hands-on system and community support for transforming individuals to break through limiting thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So they may live a life filled with affluence. So, oh, okay, everyone. Let's cheer for Rose. Rose, welcome. And thank you so much for being here with me, with all of us. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate being here. Thank you, Rochelle, for having me. Absolutely. And so as always, we're going to start with your story. And, and I love hearing the stories when we have professionals like accountants and then they all of a sudden they bring in metaphysics. And so it's like, these are always my favorite. Okay. It's like accounting, metaphysics. What? Right. So please <laughs> go ahead and share your amazing story with us. Sure. Yeah. So as Rochelle told, told you guys, um, I'm a professional or sorry, personal, well, professional and personal uh, finance coach. And I empower women to overcome their money blocks, take control of their personal finances and stop living paycheck to paycheck by paying down debt, saving more, earning more, stressing less or getting stress-free so they can start building wealth and create financial freedom. So again, my formal education is in accounting, business, and finance. And I worked most of my career as an auditor. <laughs> and so I got started on this mission because I grew up with parents who lived what I perceived as living paycheck to paycheck, money was tight, money was hard to come by, and it was limited. 
Uh, my mom was an overspender and my parents would fight about this usually right after Christmas, I think when the bills would hit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, for, <laughs> so for me, I picked up some of these limiting beliefs and some of those um, were money is hard to make, women don't know how to manage money and they frequently overspend beyond their means. Some of my early money memories were uh, lack, poverty, and limitation. And no surprise, my early money memories led me to overspending too, just like my mom. I like to buy books, BMWs, shop for clothes, uh, that kind of thing. So Rochelle, tell me, how do you like to spend your money? I like how you said you like to buy BMWs. Like there was a, there wasn't just a W if there was a W's, right? Um, so I love to spend now. So now currently I love to spend my money on um, books. Like, you know, absolutely. I have a book fetish for sure. Uh, uh, and anything personal development, like courses, things like that. In fact, I put a kibosh last week. So I was like, I have 10 courses that I purchased in the last probably 10 months and right. And I've, I've three of them going once and the rest are just sitting there. So, so right. I'm sure, I'm sure you can analyze that and you can. Right. Um, and uh, so that, and then I would say then on a jewelry, but specifically metaphysical jewelry, like I have oh, yes. this, I have one down here. Let's, you know, so crystals. Yeah, anything kind of metaphysics would be that. And uh, it used to be clothes. So I certainly had a clothing, um, obsession. I would say that when I, when I lived in, I had a different house and I had a walk-in closet that was full. It was so full, actually. I moved my ex-husband to not because he's my ex-husband, but before we became my ex-husband, I moved him into the a different closet because I needed his space. So there you go. That's why I spent my money. <laughs> I can relate to that as well. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I think we all have hobbies and passions that tempt us to spend our money, sometimes spending outside of our means, which that means, you know, we, we create problems for ourselves, right? So, yeah, so I basically, I found myself caught in the same generational spending pattern as my mom. We learned so much from our parents and what she modeled to me financially was not something that I ultimately found to be helpful. So because then I was living paycheck to paycheck and just buying too much crap. You know, it was just a cycle and it, I could make more, but I could spend more too. Like the BMW, it's like, oh, look, I'm making 20,000 more this year. Okay. I can, buy, you know, right. It's like, so it just never ends. It just keeps going, going, going. BMW. Yeah, so, I love that. Sorry. <laughs> you know, 90210, that kind of dates when, you know, I was a teenager, 90210 and the little girls driving around in their blue BMW convertibles. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to have one of those. Right. I love it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I tried to stop. It didn't work. I had the overspending bug. I tried for years to overcome my unplanned out of control emotional spending. And I'm an accountant, right? So budgeting kind of comes easy to me. I have that the skill and tools for that. Yet it wasn't I wasn't winning at money. I was putting the strategies in place, you know, trying to, you know, I could stay within in means and stuff, you know, if I really concentrated on it, but there's just something missing. Well, I kind of checked out Dave Ramsey a little bit. And he talked about winning at money is 20% strategy, 80% behavior. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. It's my behavior. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that explains it. So I worked on identifying my behavior. 
like I spend too much, I buy too much. Okay, well, let's work on doing less and focusing on, I don't know, let's go work out and do some other things instead of getting on Amazon and shopping, right? Um, but the behavior didn't shift permanently. I did recognize the patterns, but just because I recognized that my behavior was not conducive to saving money and building wealth, well, it didn't help me transform my situation. So then I learned that mindset is 80% of the transformation puzzle from David Bear. Yeah. I learned that by that my thinking creates my reality. So that's really kind of, so it's like, I kind of had to you know level up there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So this wasn't just about focusing my thoughts and what I wanted and it would just manifest. There was more work that I had to do. The key to my success was a program that started with examining my limiting beliefs, looking at my behavior, my thinking and my thought patterns, which then led to what my actions were, aka behavior. The behavior then dictates outcomes or my results. Uh, so this is this, but sorry, <laughs> but it was in the mindset, the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions that the real change happened. Yeah, I love that. And so, so when yeah. you were, so and I'm sorry to interrupt, so when you're doing that, and you're thinking about, so you, so if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, is you, so you started with the David, the Dave Ramsey piece was, it's 80% behavior, yeah, 20% strategy, and that made sense to you, and so you kind of implemented that, and then you um, came upon that it's, it's 80% mindset as well behind that, and right. so we need to look at the mindset behind that, and once we understand the thoughts, the emotions behind all of that, the beliefs behind it, and the beliefs that lead to the action. And then you could take a look at, and I'll use my word, like the radical honesty of what what the uh, behaviors were attached to. Am I understanding what you're saying correctly? Absolutely, it is. It's what the behaviors were attached to. And and that, those are the, the thought patterns, those limiting beliefs, kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the limiting beliefs of money's hard to come by. Um, you know, okay, so you identify identify that limiting belief, money's hard to come by. And then you kind of see what the emotion is. When you say money's hard to come by, it's like, well, how does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel sad and defeated. I'm like, well, fine, you know, I, I'm limited. I'm limited to only this amount of income and woe is me. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to live within my means and it doesn't feel very good. And so really the, the catalyst there is when you're you're not feeling good, that emotion comes up, anger, overwhelm, frustration, sadness, then it's good to jump to the thought that that you're having when that emotion came up. Right. And so so you so you jumped to that emotion. And when then what what um came to me as you're as you're sharing this, of course, is then if you're feeling that like that anger and that frustration um around that belief of money is hard to come by. We would probably just naturally want to go spend more money because then we get the dopamine effect of it feels so good in the moment of time to go to Amazon and buy another book. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I'm defeated. I don't care. Yeah. You know, another yeah. $20 on my credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'll whatever. figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll figure it out. Anyone do that. I'll, I'll put it on my credit card and I'll figure it out later. Yes. I did that with a business. I'll put this business, new business. I bought a new business on a credit card. I'll figure it out later. Right. Yeah. I, um, you know, once I once I was able to figure out once I didn't figure it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I yeah. love that. OK, so then you look at the You look at the emotion. You look at the thought, the behavior. OK, keep on going. Sorry. Thank you. for. I just want to clarify. Yeah, that. No worries. Yeah. 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 So um, 
Well, you know, it kind of brings me to this quote. I was I was kind of looking up stuff the other day and I like to look at quotes. You know, they're always fun to send to friends too, right? Yeah. So I came across this one by Oscar Wilde. Anyone who lives within their means suffers from a lack of imagination. Have you heard that one before? I've not, but I'm like, oh, wow. So anyone who lives within their means suffers from a lack of imagination. Right. Like, that's a zinger. Uh, that right? feels true to me. And it's a zinger like, oh, wow, because we were raised right to live, live within your means. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, oh, wait a minute. So I'm lacking imagination, putting myself in this self-defeated belief system. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what I see is so many people really, they just suffer through life these days. Yeah. Right. They just feel stuck. And there's a lot of human suffering out there that need not be. So I found that this lack of imagination is the cause of suffering, an interesting idea, because when we are all living in ease and flow, we are we have amazing access to our creativity and our imagination mm -hmm. if we choose to go there. Right. Right. Yeah. I love how you emphasize that if we choose to go there, because it is a decision. It is a choice, right, whether or not we want to go there. So. Um, so if we're in, if we're in, in ease and flow is what you're saying, and then we can make the decision to to be in this um, in this new state of being, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. So I just I thought that was some interesting an aha moment for me when I read that quote. It just really brought to you know we have a choice. We can you know live in ease and flow, or we can choose to continue believing these self defeated thoughts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, so, so yes, please go. I was going to say, go ahead. Keep on going. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, I want to kind of help solve that a little bit for the audience. So I know that many women and men as well feel stuck and don't know what to do with their money. So here's a four-step method that can permanently eliminate the negative generational patterns of fear, frustration, and scarcity. Awesome. Thank so, you. So with my audit background, most people probably don't realize auditors, we do a lot of writing. And I really uh, came to understand that I love writing. And so for me, when I when I do a lot of uh, self-reflection, I do journaling. So uh, I would suggest that with this four steps that you get a journal or a pad of paper and get ready to write. Because to me, journaling is a tool for introspection and insight. Love that. So Thanks. first, yeah, yeah. So first, uh, I would suggest, um, yeah, evaluate your life and identify your beliefs about money. Start with questions like, what are some of your early money memories and how are they keeping you stuck? How do those memories impact your current thoughts on how you manage your finances? And what is stressing you out over your finances? And also on the, the scale of one to 10, I always like to use that. That's kind of a good indication of how satisfied are you with your financial picture right now and your goals. And uh, where are you now with your money goals and where do you want to go? Where are you now? Where do you want to go? So the first one was evaluate your, let's go back to that because I just really want the audience yeah, to sure. capitalize the essence of this until the recording is, is let, um, right. let out. Uh, and so the first one is evaluate your... Money memories, early money memories. Okay. Kind of yeah. how I was talking about, I had a lot of lack and scarcity. I mean, I was raised middle class to upper class. My parents were both college graduates. My mom was a school teacher. But yet I I when I look at it, it's like I felt there was scarcity there. 
Yeah. You know, I had a pool in the backyard, but they were still money was tight. And those limiting beliefs, those early money memories is a lot of uh, where, where we get uh, our perception of money when we become adults, I think. I love that. I know there was additional points that we'll just kind of start in, in, in that place. And the second one then was where are you now and where do you want to be? Is that what you said? The second piece? Yeah. Where do you, where are you now and where do you yeah. want to be? Yeah. Yeah. And understanding the gap between that. And when you're saying, where are you now? Where do you want to be? Do you mean like, where do I want to be today? Or where do I want to be in my lifetime? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I would say, where do you want to be now? Right? Because we want to, we want to create a future, but we Mm -hmm. have to be grateful for what we have now. We have to sort of exam because if we're always putting it into the future it's always going to be in the future right so i'm thinking you know where where do you want to be like right now like like today what is it that would bring you joy today and that's going to create your future yeah i love that so where do we want to be now today what would create joy for us today awesome so that was number two perfect thank you so much for 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 allowing me to ask the question and then point number three would be yeah. question number three. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you asked that question because that was a great distinction to point out, I think. Yeah. So um, the second step is identify your limiting beliefs. So, uh, you know, the limiting beliefs are those statements you would say to yourself, I'm not good enough, or there's never enough money. I don't know what I want, or I'll never really change. The limiting beliefs, they surface as thoughts you have about yourself or a situation and they don't feel good. That's sort of the deciding factor. They don't feel good. Right. You know, they, they're negative. They bring you down. Right. So yeah. things like your um, money is tight, right? Um, if we do that or being an entrepreneur is risky, right? Right. Uh, right? Being yeah. a solopreneur is lonely. I mean, that's, that's can be limiting. There's some truth to that. Yeah. And, you know, some can be an experience, yeah. but uh, those pieces, money doesn't grow in trees, you know, uh, those kinds of right. things are, are limiting beliefs. And you said that we know that they're, they are limiting because we don't feel good when we have those thoughts. So that, that's kind of like, if I don't feel good when I'm thinking this, chances are it's a limiting belief. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's what, you know, what do you tell yourself about what doesn't feel good? Um, so yeah, you know, what excuses do you make for not moving forward and achieving your goals and dreams around your finances? So, um, yeah, you know, like excuses. Yeah, that's powerful. And sorry, I keep on interrupting. Um, That's that's powerful when you say excuses, because I think a a lot of times in my lifetime, at least it's it would I would say things like here's the reasons like I was justifying it. But truth, truthfully and truly what you're what you're saying is um, we're creating an excuse around the reason. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's it's important distinctions, right? Yeah, our beliefs influence our emotions and they shape our decision making. So when you have an excuse, you're going to make a decision on that excuse. Right. And if that excuse is not in alignment with your true desires and your goals, it's not going to feel good and you're going to have that resistance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, so it creates a bias in in our decision making. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we wonder why we're not getting the results we want, right? Right, yeah. Why are we, why aren't we happier? Why don't we feel self-fulfilled? Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense, right? Uh, Yeah, perfect. Okay, thank you. 
And so look at our excuses. Okay, next. Thank you. Okay, step three is to make a decision about what you want. Again, that decision, take responsibility and make that decision about what you want, what you think, what you believe, and make sure it supports that what you want, which is now. What do you want now? So then in the future, you can have it. Yeah. So basically, you're creating new positive and empowering thoughts to get your mind off your limiting beliefs and negative thinking. What I do is take a limiting belief that is causing me to feel bad, and then you turn it around with a positive statement. So for example, money is hard to make. That's the limiting belief. So yeah. stated positively, you can change that and say, wealth flows to me in avalanches of abundance. Who wants avalanches of abundance? Um, put avalanche <laughs> or abundance in uh, and I love that so change that to avalanches of abundance you know right yeah everyone's like smiley face and and all of that and that is fantastic yes. I know you have one more point but I also want to you can believe it like we're almost we're almost at the end of our time together oh goodness. So, okay I, so like, yeah one minute and I'll sum it up okay, perfect the and then I do want to talk about your gifts so. Okay, sounds good. So the fourth step is to practice. So write down that avalanches of abundance, new thought, say it like three times a day, start your morning with it, say mm -hmm. it as many times as you want, say it 20 times if you want, get on a trampoline and say it. <laughs> and then every time, <laughs> that's what I do, I, I like to bounce and say, it just brings more energy to it. Right? And then anytime that old limiting belief comes up, oh my gosh, I have these bills to pay you know what? Wealth is coming to me in avalanches of abundance. So that, that is the takeaway as far as your homework. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Wish we had more time together. So your gift is you have a workbook creating affluence for life workbook. That is your gift for all of um, our ticket holders. So summit ticket holders, thank you so much for that. Mm. And then your VIP is creating affluence for life. It's a mini class. And so um, in this last, uh, let's see, we have like two minutes left, maybe three minutes left. Can okay. you share what those are, what those two gifts are? Thank you. Right. So the, the workbook is take your dreams and vision and turn them into your reality. It's a series of exercises that'll take you on a journey. It uncovers what you have been creating and clarifies what, what has been working and what has not, which I covered in the talk a little bit. Uh, next, it'll take you on a deep dive into what you specifically want and why. The why is sort of the motivation, the catalyst, right? Mm -hmm. And then the universe helps us with the how. So mm -hmm. then you define your goals. Um, we talk about SMART goals, you know, that's been around for ages. And you create an action plan with those goals and what you want so that you can stay focused on what you need and realize those create those goals. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. And so both of those pieces will help us. So so for wanting to create an avalanche of abundance, what you're saying is go to your portal, everyone, and grab the uh, grab the gift. And then you have a mini course as well. Uh, so for VIP ticket holders, you can access that. Remember, everything is in the portal. And so if you upgrade it sometime during the day and you uh, don't worry, it might take like a couple hours uh, for our back end to catch up. But I promise you, I promise you it will. So in our last 45 seconds together, uh, what would you like? What word of, of wisdom? What words of wisdom would you like to impart upon us? We are open to receiving Rose wisdom. Sure. Okay. So, you know, Tony Robbins, I, I like quotes. Okay. So <laughs> Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. 
if you want to focus on an affluent life, focus on building your wealth, focus on having those amazing, positive, powerful affirmations. And that's where your energy, that's where your focus will go. So then the energy will flow in. You'll have the avalanche coming in. Right. The avalanche of wealth. While we're on a trampoline, who does, I, I have a visual of you on the trampoline, <laughs> right? Avalanche of wealth, avalanche of wealth, right? I know. We're like, ah, 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 and their hands up. Thank you so much, Rose, for, uh, for joining me today. Thanks, audience members, for being here, whether you're live or listening afterwards. Appreciate you so very much, more than you can possibly comprehend. Love you all. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.